The human is the only animal on earth that pays a thousand times for the same mistake. For the way that we judge ourselves is the worst judge that ever existed. Don Miguel Ruiz Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Number one, thank you for joining us. Number two, thank you for finding your way here. You little resourceful thing, you, or you little resourceful person, you. Oh, wait. Oh, just, I'm just happy you found your way here. It may not, you may not hear it in my voice. I'm a little congested this uh, week. Uh, it's amazing what a couple of days can do, right? Um, but I'm a little congested. I think it's the weather. Um, the weather shifts and just being out here active and uh, light sleep. I know I can do better. Um, but, uh, how are you feeling out there? How was your week? I'm glad you had an opportunity to join us, whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening for you, or whenever you're deciding to listen in. Um, this podcast is just for you. So if you've been here with us for a while, welcome and thank you. And I love y'all. And if you're joining for the first time because you've had a conversation with me or because someone recommended it, Hey, listen. I am happy you're here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And honestly, if you felt like you enjoyed it, I encourage you and I invite you, go back and take a listen to a few other episodes. See what you think. Share it with a friend. Maybe you guys can have a listening party and a talk about it. Session afterwards. I don't know. Uh, Be creative. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome on in, good people. Before we get jumping into today's episode, uh, let's head into some for the culture trivia. Yeah. Are you ready? Ready to get your thinking caps locked in? So you're ready to think. All right, let's go. A group of lions is called a what? In the word listen, what letter is not pronounced? Which government official is known as the chief executive or the commander-in-chief? True or false, is 8 plus 2 the same as 12 minus 2? And spell the second day of the school week. You're probably still spelling, but you don't have that much time, so get to spell it. <laughs> All right, how'd you guys do? Pretty good? I thought that wasn't too bad. I would have gotten stumped on a couple of these. Let's go through them, shall we? A group of lions is called a pride. Did you know that? Are you like, oh, oh, Simba? No, a pride, you know, pride rock. 
That could have helped you. In the word listen, what letter is not pronounced? If you go listen when you talk, then I'm going to look at you some kind of way. The T. The T is a letter unpronounced. True or false, 8 plus 2 is the same as 12 minus 2. Y'all know I stayed away from math <laughs> questions a couple of weeks ago when someone, a shout out Dr. Kirby, called me out all day, every day. She was like, no, boo-boo, your math is wrong. And I sure was wrong. So I stayed away from math problems for a couple of days uh, or a couple of weeks rather. So yes, the answer is true. 8 plus 2 is 10. 12 minus 2 is 10. So if you answer true, you would have gotten that correct. And then last but not least, spell the second day of the school week. If you said Tuesday and you were still mapping out how to spell it, I'll give you half credit. If you spelled it out, T-U-E-S-D-A-Y, then you get it full credit. How many of you out here spelling Tuesday right? You know what word trips me up often and I have to sound it out phonetically before I spell it? Wednesday. Always trips me up. But how'd you do? Did you do too bad? You didn't do too bad, did you? I hope not. A couple of them were tricky though. Oh, I skipped over one. Which government official is known as the chief executive or the commander in chief? If you answer president, that's right, the U.S. president. Also has other names as the chief executive or commander in chief. If you was like, oh, hell, I don't know the boss, uh, you still get points. <laughs> I know it can be hard sometimes when you're thinking so fast. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good people. Again, glad you made your way here and hope this episode can cause or create some thinking space for you in your day today and be helpful for you as you navigate your week. Uh, so did it, now start off, did you know that, uh, some of the behaviors that we do as adults stem from the stuff we've been through in our past? Did you know that? Like, even when it comes down to daily decisions that we make for our homes, our lives, and even our work, did you know that? Well, I, I mean, I can't tell you specifically what those things are because they're individualized. They're specific to just you and only you. They're unique. They're unique decisions that you make. They're unique behaviors that you demonstrate for yourself. Now, it can be common to other folks who do similar things, but uh, the set of patterns or decisions that you make are unique to you based on what you've been through. Uh, And uh, again, I can't, I can't pinpoint exactly if that, you know, what those behaviors or specific decisions are for you, but by asking a certain question or by making a certain statement, it could shed a lot of light. And the question simply is this, what happened to you? Not what's wrong with you or what's your problem? But literally by asking what happened to you can really allude to the fact that something has happened to all of us at some point and it has an anchor 
in our lives and that anchor tethers us to a defense or a learned behavior, which we practice whether we know it or not. I'll talk a little bit more about this in just a bit. The statement, what happened to you, is inclusive because it includes every single person. Now, what makes it unique is based on the experience. Was the experience full of trauma or was the experience full of positivity? You know, is now that is, that is individualized and specific just to you. Now, last week I shared a little on what we were going to jump into this week and for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I also shared a little bit about how I come to stand before you today, right? By sharing a little bit of my past story. Last week, I shared a little bit about what that looked like for me and even some of the things that I had to undo to unlock where I am right now. And again, there are things about where I am right now that aren't golden. However, I can navigate through it better, right? So either way it goes, you whether you were similar to my story or you could align to certain components of my story or could relate to it in some aspects or not, I wanted to reiterate and say it again this week. It is important to check in with yourselves, good people. I don't care if you are making the best strides in your small business or in your mid-sized business or in your large S-corp or C-corp. I don't care if you are kicking butt and taking names as the executive you are, or you're just starting out because you're just starting over, right? It is important to check in with yourself. Now, why do we say this? Is because I want to share this clip with you uh, because we are talking about trauma. <clears throat> We're talking about in this season, of the check-in, we said, you know, it's important to check in with ourselves, but it's also important to check in on our strong friends, right? Uh, But most importantly, check in with yourself because there's things in there that maybe we haven't visited for a while. Uh, And digging into the content from Dr. Perry and Oprah from the book, What Happened to You?, really brings some impactful language that I've learned over the last few weeks. And uh, they're bringing research into the space from over 20, 30 plus years of research and interviews and watching people and, and, and really unpacking the stories of folks who have done things like gone to prison unlawfully, to lawfully, to willingly, to openly, or uh, those who have uh, thrived by businesses or the work that they do in communities to relationships, do's and don'ts and everything in between, right? Uh, And through checking in, uh, you know, it it can really bring some thought-provoking insight as to the way we do things. And so a really quick note before we listen to this clip, when they use the term abuse, uh, it can be anything that relates to cyclical patterns of 
behaviors that pressure or coerce someone to do things that they do not want to do. And that could be a manipulation that comes in the form of emotional, mental, verbal, uh, financial, sexual, the list goes on. And so uh, while you're processing through that, let's take a listen. With that in mind, can we talk about trauma and fear for a moment? I know so many people who suffered abuse as a child and seem to live in a constant state of fear, despite the threat no longer being there. Can you explain what happens to the brain when you grow up in fear? It's just that point. A person will think, learn, feel, and behave differently when they are afraid compared to when they feel safe. Many people, when they begin to think about trauma as it applies to their own life, have trouble recognizing the relationship between their early experiences and adult decision patterns. They rationalize their behavior as, as just the way it is, or in an effort to move quickly past any discomfort they encounter, they make light of it. They find ways, both healthy and unhealthy, to soothe it or simply bury it. Trauma is difficult to reconcile. In its essence, trauma is the lasting effects of emotional shock. If left unexamined, it can have long-term physical, emotional, and social consequences. I've spent my adult life listening to and absorbing stories of those consequences, the havoc wreaked by unresolved trauma. For me, there are actually two lenses through which to view what happened to you. There is the science-based explanation of the effect early trauma has on the brain. And then there are the myriad daily actions each of us take throughout our lives that are the result of and that reflect back on such trauma. These are the actions that, on the surface, look like poor decisions, bad habits, self-sabotage, self-destruction, the actions that cause other people to judge us. This is why I believe so strongly in the what-happened-to-you approach. It avoids the judgment of what's wrong with you. Addiction of any kind, anxiety, depression, rage, difficulty holding a job, or a cycle of unhealthy relationships, what I know for sure is that all pain is the same. And I believe the despair that runs through nearly all destructive behavior is a deeply rooted feeling of unworthiness. There is a difference between thinking you deserve to be happy and knowing you are worthy of happiness. So often, we block our blessings because we don't, at our core, feel that we are enough. Even if you've accumulated a house full of nice things and the picture of your life fits inside a beautiful frame, if you have experienced trauma but haven't excavated it, the wounded parts of you will affect everything you've managed to build. This chapter is meant to help you recognize the clues indicating that you may have experienced trauma. My hope is that using the tools developed by experts like Dr. Perry, you will start to pinpoint the moments and experiences 
that contributed to the person you are today. As you revisit your past, know that no matter what happened, your simply being here, alive, makes you worthy. And know that there is hope. As Cynthia wrote, wellness is possible. It happens one moment, one step at a time. Oprah. Good people. That was incredibly deep. And she said, even if you've built a perfect life that fits into a beautiful frame, the wounded parts of you can, can affect that entire empire of hard work. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a big documentary type person. And we see this again and again and again and again with people who have done an incredible work or have done what presumes to be incredible work and have built entire empires off of lies, off of hurting others. Or they actually really did do a good job and then something happened. But it didn't just happen overnight. It was a set of patterns and behaviors that went unchecked. And so again, checking in is important. Because wellness is possible. One moment and one step at a time. Like she said, and I believe that. I believe that. Uh... And, you know, sometimes when we're out here getting to the work and trying to do the best that we can, holding it all together uh, and not checking in with ourselves, it's easy to come undone. And because of those societal norms, we feel like we have to show or pretend or make it look like we've got it all together. And that's just unrealistic. Again, um, I want to offer you another school of thought on this uh, for this week. It is by Don Miguel Ruiz. And you know it, if you've been with me for a little while, you know, sometimes I'll recycle back to great bodies of work, uh, back to these agreements, the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. He says this, the agreements. Well, we have many agreements. And what are those agreements? Agreements are simply the language in which we come to understand and which we take up in the form of beliefs. So in your language that you speak and understand, you either accept a thought as a belief or you reject it. And you ultimately agree. If if you accept it, you're agreed to that belief. That's an agreement. You, you you believe that. So if I believe that I am the best person for the job, if I, if I really truly believe that, that is my agreement. If I believe like this sucks, they're never going to pick me. And I even hate using that terminology. But if that is what I believe, then that's my agreement. Catching my drift here. So he says this about the agreements. The agreements that come from fear 
require us to spend a lot of energy. But the agreements that come from love help us to conserve energy and even gain extra energy. That's why it's important to check in on ourselves. What are we accepting from our stream of thoughts? What are we accepting and agreeing to? Right? So if you're in this and you're in the middle of this podcast, and you can hear this podcast and you can really hear it for what, for what it's saying right now. You hear this, you can tirelessly work, like tirelessly work trying to make something work out, whether it be a job or a relationship or a struggling idea. You can work tirelessly at that thing, trying to make it do something it is not going to do or not willing to do. And if the reason why you are trying to make it work is based on an agreement made out of fear, oh, well, I've got to prove them wrong. Oh, well, if I don't do this, I'm going to be seen as a failure. Oh, if I don't, If this isn't successful, then people are going to look at me and laugh. If it is something that I am trying to pursue because of something that I believe in agreement that is made out of fear in my mind, then it will cause us to spend extra energy. Don Miguel moves on to say that if we could see it is our agreements or our beliefs that rule our own lives. And if like, let's say we don't like how our lives are, the process of our life is going or like how it's panning out, then we are empowered to change the insert, whatever expletive you want, change the dang agreements. I'll do it for you. If the things that we are doing and whether we accept it, the, uh, whether we agreed to whatever we're doing out of fear, we said, Hey, okay, I'm going to try it because I feel like people are going to look at me funny. If I don't, even if I accepted that as my agreement and I don't like how it's working out at any given moment, I can change the damn agreement. I can break it, right? That's what he empowers us to do because each time you break an agreement that you once accepted, whether it was based on fear or whether it was based out of love, but he's really talking about the ones based on fear. Anytime you break an agreement based on fear, all of the power that went into creating it and trying to keep it up returns back to you. Power activated. You're welcome. Good people. By checking what we believe and how we do certain things, by unpacking what's in there and and examining what we've been through, like positive and negative and everything in between, it can really shed a light on what's inside. And I know that's deep, heavy work. And it's not always work that a person wants to do. It may not be an appropriate time for you to do it right here in the middle of your workday. I get it. I get it. I get it. But by starting somewhere, starting to unpack what's there, why do I get so riled up when someone makes a decision without consulting me first? Why do I get agitated when a person does this? Why do I feel so upset when I don't get praise and recognition? 
why do I feel the need to work tirelessly at this when I feel like I could be doing this? Where is that coming from? By examining that and assessing that, it can really empower you for, okay, this is what I'm going to take with me because I really do like this. I learned this. This was great behavior that I learned in the past. I think it works. I'm going to agree to this. And we can learn what to, uh uh-uh, that served me for a moment and it's not serving me again in this season. So I'm going to break that agreement. That is something that I use to help protect me in a relationship that was going downhill and it, it no longer needs to be there because I'm taking that into a new relationship and that ain't great. You know, whatever that is, right? And I just ask and encourage you even as we move through the end of this episode to look at this week, what possible agreement may need to be broken for you in order to break through? What possible agreement do you have that you may need to break in order to break through? If you're feeling particularly stagnant or stuck right now, this might be a question that you really consider looking what's inside, right? What belief needs checking? What agreement needs checking? And again, as you check, like Oprah said, give yourself some grace because at one point in time that served you. Maybe it was for defense. Maybe it was to get out of that thing. But at one point in time, that agreement served you. It helped you. It helped you navigate out of a terrible, terrible thing. Or it helped you work out of a difficult thing. But it may not be serving you in this season of life because of the things that you've endured. Right? At one point, it had a purpose. The agreement had a purpose. The belief had a purpose. And in this season, it may not be serving you because the goal is to grow and self-improve and become wiser as you grow in maturity. But as we know, good people, folks acquire maturity based off of age and size, but not necessarily in process of thought. Emotionally, mentally, verbally, they might still be immature because they haven't checked what's in there. And so again, I just want you to know, hey, we're going to continue to explore this topic next week. Um, I am excited that you're hanging in there with me. I think these are important conversations to have with self and important to have with others that are important and special in your life. Uh, If we don't have to accept agreements based on fear to start, let's not put them there, (laughs) right? Um, But again, check check it out next week. We're going to come back and tune into more as we talk about, you know, at some point in time, that defense or that behavior served as a defense or served as a way to protect. Um, and in this season, it may not be the best thing for you. Um, and so again, if you want to hear more about that, check me out next week, uh, when I become a host mom of two. So yes, next week I will be hosting our dear friends from Mexico 
and it will be a rocking time. I hope, I hope, I hope that I will be like not run down and overwhelmed and like just crazy. But in the same breath, I'm excited to meet you here next week. Yes, I will have multiples in my household starting next week. And I'm nervous and excited to have them uh, stay with us and, you know, just rocking it out as we always do. So good people, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope y'all like, listen, I'm going to ask for it. Y'all pray for me that I keep my sanity amongst other things going on. Uh, but until next week, Hey, let's check. Let's start checking what's in there. What's inside. Even if we don't know the questions or we don't know the answers, maybe we can ask someone that we love. Like, what do you notice? What do I do that maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should think about, right? Or maybe I should consider. And the people who know you and love you and know your character, they'll tell you openly and honestly, you just have to be in a position ready to receive it. And I hope that in your thinking about it, in your inspecting of it, in your processing of it, I hope you can receive it. All right, y'all stay tuned for next week. Hope you enjoyed this week. If it was for you, please come back or I invite you to listen to other episodes. If it wasn't, please share it with someone that may find this helpful to them. Good people. I love y'all. I know there's things packed in there, but hey, it's never too late. There's no time like today because wellness is possible one step at a time. Love y'all. Have a great week. And as always, let's go.